How do you know where to send this pitch that you have carefully, carefully crafted? Today, I'm dumping all my tips. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Okay, my friends, today I have seven things that you can try to figure out where to send your pitches. Now, this is not an exhaustive list of all the things that you can do, but these seven things, almost without fail, are what I did when I was actively pitching for blogging work. So um, you'll notice that some of this kind of skews toward blogging work, but these tips, you can, um, you can use them, you know, listen, kind of internalize the whole methodology here, and then you can apply it to just about any kind of work. For the most part. <laughs> okay, have I hedged enough? Let's see. Okay, so the first thing that you can do is look for the staff page or you know like a staff listing of some sort and look at the titles like the job titles and find the one that you think is most likely going to be the one in charge of the blog so if this is a small startup and they only have like eight people on staff this is probably going to be the chief marketing officer if they don't have um, anything else that looks like maybe blog the CMO, in that case, is also the one you'd pitch for other kinds of copywriting work. Um, you can look for a marketing director. That might be the decision maker. Um, but if there is a marketing manager, that may be more likely. If there is a content director, that's probably a pretty good, you know, or a content manager. Um, those are probably where I would start. Um, if you're looking for pitching for their publication, which is most likely going to be their blog. Look for the editor. Um, but these are the kinds of things. They work in the marketing department. They work in, um, they might be called managing editor. They might be called marketing managers. Um, if you are looking at a staff page that has a CMO and a VP marketing and a marketing director and a marketing manager and a content manager, probably go to the content manager. <laughs> you know, the CMO is not even checking their email anymore. The secretary's secretary is probably checking their email. Um, so if, just find the one that you think is going to be closest to the blog. And this is a little bit of a trial and error thing. And it's a little bit of like a feel it out kind of situation. Um, you can look on LinkedIn sometimes if you have names or if it, at least if you have a business name you can go over to LinkedIn and see if you can find a little bit of recon there maybe in their um, description of what they do maybe they might mention content or um, digital marketing or a blog or anything like that so that's a, an extra step of research that you can do there um, yeah okay so that's the first thing is I look at the title and I make a guess about which one is going to be closest to the blog. And then that's the person whose contact I'm going to try to find and make. The next tip, um, and this applies if you're dealing with an entrepreneur or a personal brand of some sort, um, maybe a small blog. By small, I mean, like, I mean, like six-figure blogs. 
I don't know, really maybe any blog that might be big enough to hire, but I ramble. Um, anyway, get on their email list and see who the from email address is. Not 100%, but generally speaking, that's usually a pretty good email to try. Unless it's a no reply email, in which case, you can, there, no one's going to get it if it's a no reply email. Um, you can look for a support email on their website. Um, because support people typically are going to be in that inbox every day. Um, as opposed to the head honcho himself or herself. Um I say that as someone who is not checking her email every day right now because I have an amazing assistant. Um, and her name is Heather. And if you need an assistant, you should hire her. Anyway, <laughs> but I digress. Um, look for the support email or look for a general inbox, which is often info at whatever.com or hello at whatever.com or hi at whatever.com and send an email to those. Um, and that... For that kind of thing, I would send more like a letter of inquiry. Hi, do you work with freelancers? If so, let's talk kind of thing. And not necessarily a pitch. But that's where you would make your contact. Okay, the third thing you can do is get on their website and see if one of those live chat thingies pop up. I have had decent success rates in getting the the name and the email address of the right person to contact. Now, more and more as support is being outsourced, you might end up talking to people who have no basic idea because they're, you know, like a third party company or something. But a lot of times a real person is manning those and they can help you out. The fourth thing you can do is send, if they have one listed, send an email to their jobs email address if they have one. I see this most in startups, um, like series A funded startups are going to have this, uh, maybe even series B depending uh, you know, and not exclusively, but Series A startups is where I focused for a long time. And almost every single one of them, if not possibly every single one of them had a a list of positions they were hiring. And then it was like, want to work for us, but none of these is a perfect fit. Send us an email at jobs at whatever.com or whatever. Okay, so find that email address and send your letter of inquiry or send your pitch. Um... I see it in SaaS companies also. If you are looking at pitching some kind of mega corporation that has like an HR department and stuff like that, um, sending an email to the jobs uh, to the jobs email address is probably not going to get you very far. You'd be more likely better off going to the to the uh, marketing department people for that. This next one is the kind of thing people hate to hear recommended because nobody wants to do it, but it's not that bad, I promise. And that is that if you find a phone number for the company, call it. <laughs> I've done this before. Um, usually it's a receptionist answering the phone or like their, their admin or whoever. And I've been an admin before. We're good people. Admins are good people and they know a lot of stuff. And they know who to send you to. And if they don't know who to send you to, then they're going to ping their office manager to find out who to send you to. And so you can get names and email addresses that way. Um, you can also get more information like, no, we don't, we have, we hire our blog in-house, you know, or whatever. But you can get um, somebody's contact information that way. Or you can at least get a name or you can 
you can get pointed in the right direction. If they aren't going to tell you names and emails, um, you could say, do you think I should talk to someone in marketing? Maybe they'll say, I don't know, talk to someone in marketing. Or they'll say, I don't know, email your jobs. Email the jobs uh, email address, which I've had people tell me before. Um, But don't be afraid to make a phone call. Just do it during normal business hours just in case it's, you know, somebody's personal cell phone because you never know what's going on (laughs) with these startups. They're a lot of fun. Um, Okay, let's see. If this business or organization has any kind of print publication, like a a magazine type thing, um, see if you can find a recent copy of it. Sometimes, frequently, you can get like the most recent issue uh, downloadable. Um, and look for their masthead. And the masthead will usually tell you who the editor is. Um, they will frequently have pitch information on there, like where to send your pitch. Um, or it will at least give you an idea of where to get started. Because the people on the masthead are going to be, in large part, the people involved in making this publication. And one of them is going to be your person. And finally, this is going to be a short one today. Finally, if you are looking at a blog that you want to pitch, um, then what you can do is go to that blog and search around for anything that says anything about contributor guidelines or write for us or contact the editor, anything like that to give you clues. And that means that they're open to your pitch, by the way. Also, what I've done is I look at the names of the people who are published. I look at the bylines and it's really nice if you can like click on that name or go down to the bottom and see the bio because then you can sometimes get clues about their role at the organization. Are they a freelancer? That's helpful to know. Are they the editor? That's helpful to know. Are they the chief marketing person? Also helpful to know. And see what different names are appearing on this blog, if any. Maybe it's all the same ones and maybe the last thing they published was last August. In which case, go to that person... (laughs) right? If they have three posts and they're all from last August, see if you can find the contact for the person who posted them because that was probably the the person who was like, oh, I, we should have a blog. Here, let me do the blog real quick. And that's the person who feels guilty for not having more posts up and is more likely to hire you. Okay, but get a feel. Maybe you'll find that they work with freelancers. Maybe you'll find that they have an in-house content team. Maybe you'll find that it's one or two of the marketing people You never know what you're going to find, but click through, read these bios and put these clues together. Um, It can be cool sometimes if you see a name that you recognize of a freelancer and then you can reach out to that freelancer and say, hey, I see that you write for so-and-so. I was hoping to pitch them too. Is, you know, is Jerry the right person to pitch? Show that you've done your research, that you are legit, that you recognize their name. People like to feel special Um, and see if you can... Um, make some inroads there or at least get a name there that can that can work for you as well but make sure you don't make them feel threatened that you're trying to steal their job <laughs> like we talked about in the most recent in the previous episode of this podcast okay that's all I got for y'all today seven tips for finding the person to send your pitch this is not getting into how to find their email address there are all kinds of things you can do for that um there have been discussions in my Facebook group that you could come in and search the group for if you wanted. Um, we are the Inkwell Guild on Facebook. You can go and search for us on Facebook or you can go to theinkwellguild.com and hop in the group that way. 
and ask your questions about this or any other topic related to freelance writing or um, relevant, at least tangentially relevant to what we do here. Okay, see y'all in the inside. So, my friend, if you have been listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, have you left a review? I'm just wondering. And I only ask because reviews are really, really helpful for podcasters like me. I really care about what you're thinking, what you need, and how I can come alongside you and help you grow your freelance writing business so that it's something that really supports your life and gives you exactly what you're looking for in some kind of work from home, get paid to write type of thing. So if you have not left a review and you are so inclined, I would be deeply grateful (laughs) for your stars, for your commentary. And of course, I want you to tell me what you love so I can keep doing more of it. Thank you.